When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know, if they don't get this right, and if they met, if they mess up this launch at all, um, environmental activists will come after them. There could be lawsuits that could postpone the launch. There's just a, a slew of things that could happen if they don't do this properly. They have to be perfect with this launch because the first one, you know, there's a plume going on. And I know all rockets have a big plume. The uh, Starship plume was quite large and uh, it covered a massive amount of area in. So all of this area around the starship, right? The, all of this area is protected uh, environmental land, right? So there are endangered species on this land, of course. So we have to, they have to be careful of that. And they did go through the PEA. So they did the programmatic environmental assessment um, in order to launch IFT-1 and to continue building at Starbase and, uh, the operations down there and everything. So the PEA was taken care of just to get to the first launch. Um, so the, um, you know, the, the giant plume that was from the first one, also the, the concrete debris. Uh, there are a few things that the, you know, SpaceX and the FAA have to worry about going forward with that kind of stuff. And they had 63 um operations that they had to get done before IFT2. And those are things that SpaceX and the FAA are working on literally probably right now um, in their offices, trying to figure out, close out those issues. There's 63 issues that they have to close out. There's a few, I think there's three or six. I'm not sure the number off the top of my head um, of those that will be for future launches. Um, but SpaceX recognized, okay, we can do these new things that will make IFT2 and IFT3, IFT4 going forward, better launches and uh, more successful in the future. So they worked, they're working literally right now with the FAA to get all of those closed out so they can have a, a successful IFT2, right? And, and let me, let me scoot forward a little bit here. Um, but the, the plume from this thing there were about four seconds before launch and it takes about five seconds, which we were, we were kind of discussing this, like this plume that goes around and like, like I was saying before, all rockets have a gigantic plume, you know, uh, they have flame diverters and they have trenches uh, that could divert that plume and can divert the flames and divert everything that's uh, being pushed out of the rocket into the ground and pushing the rocket up at the same time. But this is this is a gigantic. So right here, this is 400 feet tall, the top of the top of the tower. And right here, the plume is about 400 feet tall. OK, and that's uh, 400 feet tall, about 400. If you'd like tilt the starship over and the tower over about 400 feet wide um, on one side. So it's going to be miles by the time it's done. Uh, but as you can see, as it lifts off, 
800, 900 feet, etc. And like, I'm not complaining about any of this. I'm just stating that this is what happened, you know, and some of this debris um, fell all over the endangered species area down at Boca Chica, right? So like I was saying before, FAA SpaceX working on getting these closeouts done, these 63 closeouts done. And the other thing that they have to worry about are the animals, the wildlife in this area, because it is environmentally protected. I think that's going to be the thing that, um, if anything going forward, because SpaceX showed, like have shown that they can fly a starship. And why is my light so bright? <laughs> it is so bright, but it's like glaring off the side of my face. Um, uh, but the, um, they, they have shown that they can fly successfully. Uh, they did make it over the Gulf of Mexico. They did have a little bit of a, a little mishap and they had a mishap report over that. And they had a little, little poof, as we all know. Uh, they had a little incident, let's just say that. Let me see if I can scrub through this and find it. But there was a little incident with the Starship over the Gulf of Mexico where it tumbled through the sky and eventually blew up. So that's another thing that SpaceX and um, and the FAA and Fish and Wildlife have been working with each other to mitigate these circumstances. And the FAA knows that this could happen. You know, this is one of those things that SpaceX has told the FAA, hey, we have this experimental prototype rocket. And it's not like this is new. You know, like the FAA has been working with experimental rocketry for since the dawn of rocketry, um, since NASA's early days. So experimental rockets are not a new thing for for the FAA. Hi, I'm going to ask you for a favor. Could you hit the like button real quick and also the subscribe button? Because it doesn't really help me that much as much as it helps you because YouTube will see that and they'll see that you like spaceflight content and they'll start recommending you more things from NASA, SpaceX, and also other spaceflight creators. So thanks so much for hitting like and subscribe. Now back to the video. So they know how to handle these things. And since that, you know, since we had a little incident there, right there, uh, over the Gulf of Mexico, there's debris that's falling down. There's uh, things that are going out of the Gulf, could possibly damage some wildlife, uh, some animals, some fish, etc. Um, but the FAA is aware of that and the Fish and Wildlife Department is aware of that. So they know that these things can happen. It's just a it's just a part of the game, you know, and if they want to make sure that Starship works properly, they have to be aware that this is going to happen. So being as eco friendly as possible, um, you know, that's what SpaceX is trying to do. And SpaceX and I've been part of these crews. Like if you weren't aware, I lived in Brownsville for about a year and I spent almost every day. I spent about 300 days at Starbase. Uh, filming and live streaming and uh, reporting from there. So I were I was part of the crew, some of the crews to help clean up the beaches. Um, you know, you volunteer your time for it. You work with some SpaceX employees that like to do that too. Other streamers were involved. There were other people that were just locals that were involved that were they were interested in keeping the environment at Boca Chica Beach and the surrounding area clean because. It's it's kind of a touristy place. It's not quite touristy. You would see some 
some randos there, you know, some some regular random people just hanging out and just looking at the rocket. And some people just aren't that friendly to the environment around there. Uh, some pe- they just smoke cigarettes and like drop cigarettes on the ground. And you're like, dude, come on. One, it's hot down there. It's extremely hot. So it's dry sometimes as well. So why are you smoking and dropping your cigarettes? One, that's super dangerous. Two, um, why are you littering? Like, that's just gross. You're a gross person. Uh, But there were people that were involved with these cleanup crews. And we'd basically walk up and down Highway 4 with garbage bags in like high-vis gear and just pick up trash that other people left there. There were soda bottles, water bottles. There's like alcohol. There's just like plastic bags. Um what else did I find? I found socks and shoes. Like also it's funny when you find one shoe, like where did the other one go? Like how did one shoe fly off your foot? <laughs> like I, I would find like random stuff. Like, like how did like a hair tie get on the side of the road? Like it literally like random places on highway four that are like a mile away from where anybody would be. There's like a hair tie. And you're like, or like a scrunchie or whatever they're called. And you're like, where did this, how did you, what, what happened? <laughs> like, how did, the, why is there a hair tie here? Um, there's like bracelets. I found like a necklace, like a shiny necklace one time. I was like, oh, this is neat. Uh, and there was, you know, I found, um, you know, I found, like I said, like one shoe. And I was like, and it was like a boot. It wasn't like a shoe where like a flip flop or something. Um, but it was like, it was a boot. And I was like, how does a whole boot get untied and then fall off your foot? Uh, so, yeah, so the so it was an interesting place, but they have to be aware that, you know, SpaceX is aware and the FAA is aware that SpaceX is going to be doing these operations in Boca Chica. And they know the environmental impacts of all of this going forward and possibly just possibly um, the the next phase of this. Because it seems like the FAA and SpaceX are closing out all these issues, the 63 issues, and they're going to be okay with it. Like SpaceX added, I think it was 93 cameras or something like that, uh, 90, 90 some odd cameras um, to the uh, to the next iteration of Starship um, it, within the within the booster and ship. So there's there's a lot of things that they're going to be working on in the in the meantime. Um, and we don't know exactly when the next launch is. Okay. So we don't know when that's going to happen. We don't know when anybody is going to say it's okay to go. The FAA hasn't issued a statement about that yet. I just want to make that clear. The FAA has, has not made a launch statement yet, but there is a little bit of activity that's happening at Boca Chica at Starbase. Uh, but we don't know what they're going to be moving, but we just got word. Um, and not just got word, but there's word out there, um, temporary intermittent road delay of a portion of state highway four, September 18th, um, 10 PM to 1 AM. Uh, so yeah, we have, uh, September 18th is today. Um, SpaceX will be conducting transportation operations on highway four, uh, near Boca Chica. Of course, uh, this is going to load super slow. Like us. Oh, there we go. Uh, we'll be conducting transportation operations on Highway 4 at Boca Chica sometime between 10 p.m. and 1 a.m. 
but it shows the funny thing is about this. I don't know um whoops about this is that there's no uh there's no other road closures coming up. So they in this area right here. So this this is the main area where we see that things are happening. So uh, September 19th as well, Tuesday the 19th, if you scroll down here a little bit, 10 p.m. to 1 a.m. So these are temporary and intermittent State Highway 4 road closures or road delays. And these are like the top ones up here are sort of like, okay, these are, this is big time. This might happen like something, something massive might happen down here. Like there could be some testing. There could be um, a transportation that could take you know, hours or something like that. Usually these ones down here, like the primary date, Monday, September 18th, 10 p.m. to 1 a.m. That's probably transportation of either a booster or a piece of something or maybe another ship or something like that. So um, might take them 20 minutes to do the road or make, for the transportation. They could be moving booster six or 26, sorry, or uh, sorry, ship 26 away from the launch site. They could be moving it back to uh, someplace else. Um, but it doesn't say exactly what this is. Um, it just says there's going to be transportation operations. So could be a booster move, could be something going to the rocket garden. Not exactly sure what's going to be happening down there because as much information as we have about, you know, what's going on down there at Boca Chica, um, sometimes you just get surprised. So this is what's happening kind of right now at Boca Chica and what's going to be happening tonight. So stay tuned for that. Uh, but Eric Berger, a great journalist, posted this about SpaceX and the FAA. So SpaceX conducted, this is from the FAA, this is a statement from the FAA. And I just want to give Eric a shout out because he's always, he's always like right on this stuff. Um, SpaceX conducted a test flight of the Starship Super Heavy at Boca Chica, Texas on April 20th, 2023. And as a result of that launch, SpaceX completed a mishap investigation. That's the 63 things I was talking about earlier uh, with the FAA oversight in this investigation, analyzed the launch, mishap events, and corrective actions. So basically, SpaceX saw that some stuff was not 100% right, and they are fixing those things. Um before it is authorized to conduct the second Starship uh, Super Heavy launch, SpaceX must obtain a modified license from the FAA that addresses all safety, environmental, and other regulatory requirements. As part of the license application determ determination process, the FAA will review new environmental information, including changes related to the launch pad. So that's the, the um, suppression system, the water suppression system under the launch pad as well as other proposed vehicle and flight modifications. And the FAA will complete a written re-evaluation to the 2022 Programmatic Environmental Assessment, the PEA, evaluating the new environmental information, including Endangered Species Act's consultation with the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service. So this is basically saying, okay, so what are the parts of the PEA that haven't changed? What's new? You know, what have we found out? that SpaceX may have damaged what kind of what kind of other things happened during the IFT1 that could um put the PEA kind of in jeopardy at this point because they already they already passed the PEA in 2022 the programmatic environmental assessment and that took months that took months so hopefully 
if hopefully they don't find anything that SpaceX did that could uh, endanger the programmatic environmental assessment evaluation and uh, evaluating the new environmental information. So that was the plume we were talking about earlier. All the dust and everything, all the debris that like if that caused any sort of damage, this could possibly set SpaceX back, you know, a month, two months, three months. We're not exactly sure because uh, it really depends on what if there if there were any hazards that SpaceX caused. Uh, if the FAA determines through the WR process that the contents of the PEA do not remain valid in light of the changes proposed for Flight 2, additional environmental review will be required. So the FAA is saying here, we're going to stop you, SpaceX, um, because we have to go through this whole process again. And according, uh, accordingly, the FAA has not authorized SpaceX's proposed Flight 2, and the FAA will provide updates with notification of any license determination or results of additional environmental review. So at this point, we're waiting to see what happens with the FAA once they review all those mitigations that SpaceX went through, those 63 mitigations, but also anything that has changed with the environmental review, the PEA, Programmatic Environmental Assessment, if anything has changed, if there's new environmental information including Endangered Species Act consultation with the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service, basically saying if anything happened to any animals, any endangered species during this time, and could it be detrimental to the health of those species or the environment as a whole, the FAA will step in and reevaluate the programmatic environmental assessment and kind of slow down everything at this point. So they already said, you know, uh, Kathy Leaders, um, the head of basically like, like working super closely with Gwen Shotwell at Starbase uh, has stated they're hoping for an October launch of Starship and they should be ready by October. But if the FAA programmatic environmental assessment kind of is up in the air um there could be there could be a slowdown at starbase which is unfortunate because we all want to see this happen we all want to see ift2 but we also have to remember that it's only been four months since ift1 around four months since ift1 so there's this isn't this hasn't been that long <laughs> usually usually these test flights take years possibly a year to, you know, from test flight one to test flight two, it could, you know, these things usually take a year because nobody's as fast as SpaceX. So myself included, I'm, I'm okay with it taking time. Like personally, I'm okay with it taking time because I know that if they do it properly, then there will be, uh, the, the greater benefits are, much better than my own selfish self. You know, it's like, if they get this done in a month, that's great. I hope they do. But if it takes them another six months and they'll have no issues going forward after those six months and they can continue on to build a lunar starship and to build the tankers and to build all the other things that were going to be uh, future starship iterations, 
including something cool that I, I just found last night, actually. And I've got to show this to you because that's super cool. Um, but if they can continue doing the building and and processing of starships at Boca Chica, and it takes them a little bit longer, but there's not going to be any stops in the future. Um, that's okay. You know, it's just, you know, it's, it's most of us uh, that want this to happen as soon as possible, myself included, like I said before, myself included, um, we are just so used to a Falcon 9, so used to it launching three times a week, landing properly, sending people to the space station, setting up Starlinks. It's like it's all over the place. Starships, eh, whatever, like four months. It's not that big of a deal. It really isn't that long. Um, but we're all impatient, you know, um, it, it, in the FAA is literally doing their jobs. They're not doing this on purpose. They're not, they're not holding back Starship on purpose. They're not holding back SpaceX on purpose. Um, there are things they have to do in order to like, they have rules too, you know, the FAA, um, there are a set of rules that they have to abide by. Not just, you know, stopping SpaceX. They have to abide by governmental rules themselves um, to make sure that everything is properly vetted before Starship launches again, before IFT2 launches. So uh, it's okay. Like, I just want to, I want to like tell everyone it's okay. It's been four months. It's not that long. Seems like forever, but once Starship starts flying, it's going to be all right. You know, once this IFT2 goes off without a hitch, um, you know, and if it's going to take six months for another PEA, SpaceX will continue building, you know, and by that time, they'll probably have tested four other boosters and, you know, ships. <laughs> so they'll be ready when the when IFT2 is ready. Uh, but they also they already took down, you know, the ship from the booster and Kathy leaders has mentioned that they're like, this is one of the final steps before they put on the uh, self-detonation system. So they have to, the self, the flight termination system. So they are ready. SpaceX is ready whenever the FAA is. And FAA is just doing their jobs. So that's unfortunate. Um, but, you know, it, it it's just, it kind of, you know, and I hate to use this term because I think it's a cop-out, but it is what it is. You know, like, and whenever somebody says it is what it is, it's like, dude, just make, like, just tell me, you know, it's, it is what it is. Yeah, I know. That's why it sucks. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, it is what it is. You can't change it. So what are you going to do? Right. So that's kind of where we are at this point. The FAA just said, uh, it's, it's going to take, it might take some time. 